Welcome back, friends. Bill Creasy here with Friday's episode of Scripture Uncovered. We left off on Wednesday with Jezebel, the vile, loathsome, and despicable Jezebel, being tossed out of a third-story window, splatting on the ground and breaking open like a ripe watermelon, while Yehu drove his chariot back and forth over her and went in and ate her dinner. When he came back out, the dogs had devoured Jezebel. There was nothing left but her skull, her feet, and her hands. Good riddance to her, I say. But then, Yehu had a job to complete. I now move to 2 Kings chapter 10. Now, there were in Samaria 70 sons of the house of Ahab. So the house of Ahab is still in existence, but not for long. Yehu wrote letters and sent them to Samaria, to the officials of Jezreel, to the elders and the guardians of Ahab's children. He said, As soon as this letter reaches you, since your master's sons are with you and you have chariots and horses, a fortified city and weapons, choose the best and most worthy of your master's sons and set him on his father's throne. Then fight for your master's house. But they were terrified. Well, you would be too. Yehu is one tough character. They were terrified. And they said, if two kings could not resist him, how can we? So the palace administrator, the city governor, the elders, the guardians sent this message to Yehu. We are your servants. We will do anything you say. We will not appoint anyone as king. You do what you think best. Then Yehu wrote them a second letter saying, If you're on my side and will obey me, take the heads of your master's sons and come to me in Jezreel by this time tomorrow. Now, the royal princes, 70 of them, were with the leading men of the city who were rearing them. When the letter arrived, these men took the princes, slaughtered all 70 of them, severed their heads, put them in baskets, and sent them to Yehu in Jezreel. When the messenger arrived, he told Yehu, it brought the heads of the princes. Then Yehu ordered, put them in two piles at the entrance of the city gate until morning. The next morning, Yehu went out. He stood before all the people and he said, you are innocent. It was I who conspired against my master and killed him. But who killed all these? Know then that not a word of the Lord, not a one spoken against the house of Ahab will fail. The Lord has done what he promised through his servant Elijah. So Yehu killed everyone in Jezreel who remained in the house of Ahab, as well as all his chief men, his close friends, and his priests, leaving no survivors. Yehu then set out and went towards Samaria. At Beth Eked of the shepherds, he met some relatives of Ahaziah, king of Judah. And he asked, who are you? They said, oh, we're relatives of Ahaziah, and we've come down to greet the families of the king and the queen mother. They knew nothing, of course, about what had happened with Yehu. Take them alive, he ordered. So they took them alive and slaughtered them by the well of Beth-Eked, 
42 men. He left no survivor. After he left there, he came upon Jonadab, son of Rechab, who was on his way to meet him. Yehu greeted him and said, Are you in accord with me as I am with you? I am, Jonadab answered. If so, said Yehu, give me your hand. So he did. And Yehu helped him up into the chariot. And Yehu said, Come with me and see my zeal for the Lord. Then he had him ride along in his chariot. When Yehu came to Samaria, he killed all who were left there of Ahab's family. He destroyed them according to the word of the Lord spoken to Elijah. Then Yehu brought all the people together and said to them, Ahab served Baal a little, Yehu will serve him much. Now summon all the prophets of Baal, all those left, all his ministers, all his priests, see that no one is missing, because I am going to hold a great sacrifice for Baal. Anyone who fails to come will no longer live. But Yehu, of course, was acting deceptively in order to destroy the ministers of Baal. And Yehu said, call an assembly in honor of Baal. So they proclaimed it. Then he sent word throughout all Israel and all the ministers of Baal came, not one stayed away. Grand celebration it would be. They crowded into the temple of Baal, built by Ahab and Jezebel, until it was full from one end to the other. Yehu said to the keeper of the wardrobe, Bring robes for all the ministers of Baal. So he put out robes for all of them. Then Yehu and, and Jonadab, son of Rechab, went to the temple of Baal. Yehu said to the ministers of Baal, Look around and see that no servant of the Lord is here, no spies of the Lord, only ministers of Baal. So they went in to make sacrifices and burnt offerings. Now Yehu had posted 80 men outside with this warning. If one of you lets any of the men I am placing in your hands escape, it will be your life for his life. As soon as Yehu had finished making the burnt offering, he ordered the guards and officers, Go in, slaughter them all, let no one escape. So they cut them down with the sword. The guards, the officers, threw the bodies out and then emerged, entered the inner shrine of the temple of Baal. They brought the sacred stone out of the temple of Baal and burned it. They demolished the sacred stone of Baal, tore down the temple of Baal, and the people have used it for a latrine to this very day. Thus, Yehu destroyed Baal worship in Israel. So what Elijah had said, there won't be a single survivor of the house of Ahab. Yehu completes. Now, what about Judah? What about the southern kingdom? We turn now to chapter 11 of 2 Kings. Now when Athaliah, the mother of Ahaziah, King Ahaziah, saw that her son was dead, killed by Yehu, she proceeded to destroy the entire royal family. Now, if we thought Jezebel, the vile, loathsome, despicable Jezebel, was the bad girl of the Bible, wait until you meet Athaliah here. Athaliah was the mother of Ahaziah. Her son had been killed by Yehu, and that left the next son in line to be king. But Athaliah 
proceeded to destroy the entire royal family. She murdered all of her grandchildren, clawed her way over their dead bodies to grasp the crown. But Jehoshaphat, the daughter of King Jehoram and sister of Ahaziah, took Joash, son of Ahaziah, and stole him away from among the royal princes who were about to be murdered. She put him and his nurse in a bedroom to hide him from Athaliah so he was not killed. He remained hidden with his nurse at the temple of the Lord for six years while Athaliah ruled the land. Oh, gosh, Lady Macbeth has nothing on Athaliah. She murdered all of her grandchildren. Only one escaped. Only one. And he was just an infant. Now, in the seventh year, Jehoiada sent for commanders of units of a hundred, the Karaites and the, and the guards, and had them brought to him at the temple of the Lord. He made a covenant with them and put them under oath at the temple of the Lord. Then he showed them the king's sons. So Jehoiada gathered all the important men of the kingdom together and revealed the sole survivor of the house of Ahaziah. Imagine the surprise on their faces. He showed them the king's son, and he commanded them, saying, This is what you're to do. You, who are in the three companies that are going on duty on the Sabbath, a third of you guarding the royal palace, a third at the sure gate, and a third at the gate behind the guard who takes turns guarding the temple. And who, and who are in the other two companies that normally go off the Sabbath duty are all to guard the temple for the king. So all the men coming off duty are to stay on duty and you reinforce them. Station yourselves around the king, each man with his weapon in his hand. Anyone who approaches your ranks must be put to death. Stay close to the king wherever he goes. So the king, a little boy of seven, has been revealed to the men, and they're going to move him from the temple to the palace and seat him upon the throne. He will be surrounded completely by heavily armed men. And as the whole group moves, anyone who approaches that group is to be killed on sight. The commanders of units of a hundred did just as Jehoiada the priest ordered. Each one took his men, those who were going on duty on the Sabbath, those who were going off duty, and came to Jehoiada the priest. Then he gave the commanders the spears and shields that had belonged to King David and that were in the temple of the Lord. The guards, each with his weapon in his hand, stationed themselves around the king near the altar and the temple, from the south side to the north side of the temple. Jehoiada, brought out the king's son, put the crown on him, presented him with a copy of the covenant and proclaimed him king. They anointed him and the people all cheered and clapped their hands and shouted, Long live the king! Well, when Athaliah heard the noise made by the guards and the people, she went to the people at the temple and she looked and there was the little boy king standing by the pillar as the custom was. 
The officers and the trumpeters were beside the king, and all the people were rejoicing and blowing the trumpets. Then Athaliah, like a banshee, tore her robes and shrieked out, Treason! Treason! Jehoiada, the priest, ordered the commanders of units of a hundred who were in charge of the troops, bring her out between the ranks and put to the sword anyone who follows her. For the priest has said, she must not be put to death in the temple. So they seized her as she reached the place where the horses enter, uh, the palace grounds, and there she was put to death. Good riddance to the absolute worst woman of the Bible. Jehoiada then made a covenant between the Lord and the king and the people that they would be the Lord's people. He also made a covenant between the king and the people. All the people of the land went to the temple of Baal, tore it down, they smashed the altars and idols to pieces and killed Matan the priest of Baal in front of the altars. And Jehoiada the priest posted guards at the temple of the Lord. He took with him the commanders of hundreds, the Karaites, the guards, all the people of the land, and together they brought the king down to the temple of the Lord and went into the palace, entering by way of the gate of the guards. The king then took his place on the royal throne, and all the people of the land rejoiced, and the city was quiet, because Athaliah, the Lady Macbeth of Scripture, had been slain with the sword at the palace. Joash was seven years old when he began to reign, and he will reign from 836 to 796, and he will be a good king, the sole surviving son of King Ahaziah. What a story. But I'm ready to leave off with the bad girls of the Bible, and next time we'll move on to some of the women of the New Testament. So I look forward to seeing you on Monday. Keep me in your prayers as I'll keep you in mine. And have a look at audible.com. All of my classes, all of my lessons, the seven-year program through the Bible, verse by verse, Genesis to Revelation, it's all on audible.com. Just search Dr. Bill Creasy. They all pop right up. Okay, see you next week. Bye-bye now.